Welcome to the Word from St. Andrews, the weekly preaching podcast of St. Andrews Baptist Church in Columbia, South Carolina. This is Pastor D. Vaughn. I pray that this week's sermon will help you experience a life-giving and life-directing message from God. Give these next few minutes to Him that you may hear the Word from St. Andrews. Prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 12, verse 2. You'll find the verse that forms the background for today's message. Isaiah, chapter 12, and verse 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord, is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. Several years ago, just for fun, I bought a set of ringtones for my phone. James Taylor ringtones. So instead of hearing the same ringtone for everyone who called, I thought I could assign different ringtones to different folks who call me, and I would know who was calling. So I began trying to match some of his songs with people I hear from frequently. Linda's ringtone was, And I feel fine any time she's around me now. Sweet. For our children, I picked a song I sang to them at night when I put them to bed years ago. So close your eyes. You can close your eyes. It's all right. I have to confess I also have a friend who calls me from time to time to tell me how bad things are in the world. So forgive me, I gave that person their own ringtone that goes... I can't help it if I don't feel so good. Okay. Well, setting up the phone wasn't that hard to do. It wasn't hard to find a song that seemed to express the essence of a person's life and our relationship. If you were setting up your phone today with these, um, who could you connect to these songs as ringtones? You've got a friend. I feel good. You're so vain. (laughs) Help. I heard it through the grapevine. (laughs) And last but not least, crazy. Now, now that your imaginary phone is set up, let me ask you something much more personal. What song would you pick for yourself? What is your song? Now, I'm not asking what you listen to on the radio or what music you carry around in your smartphone. What's the song of your life? What do people experience when they're with you? Is your song happy? 
or sad? Angry or peaceful? Inviting or distancing? Today I want you to listen closely and try to hear the song of your life. And if you aren't happy with what you hear, I want to tell you how giving it to God can help you change it. Let's begin by recognizing this. You learn your song on your journey through life. In the days of yesteryear, when I often made a trip to pick up one of our kids from school or sports practice or band rehearsal, I noticed that my children didn't always come to my car quickly. Not nearly as quickly as I wanted, anyway. They might be lost in a conversation with friends or just not paying attention. So I learned to use my eclectic music collection to get them to my car fast. If they didn't see me, didn't notice the car, all I had to do was to crank up some flattened Scruggs bluegrass music and roll down the windows of the car. You've never seen children move so quickly in your life. Years later, Andrew and I were riding together, and of all things to discuss, we were talking about songs that have poorly written lyrics. And I had to confess that a couple of my bluegrass favorites had pretty weak wording and some forced rhymes and all of that. And I said, you remember it said, and I started quoting the lyrics to one of the songs. Well, Andrew just took over and quoted the rest of the song. Now, he never wanted to hear that song, much less learn it. But he picked up on it. It became part of him through all of the times we traveled together. The song of your life and mine begins the same way. For better or worse, you pick it up from the people you're traveling with through life. Your parents teach you the most. Your siblings, friends, and teachers and coaches play a part too. You, like Andrew, may have learned some things you didn't want to learn, much less repeat, but they are a part of you. One of the sure signs of growing up spiritually is when you realize how much of your song, the way you experience and live your life, has been taught to you by others. And an even more mature step is realizing that that song may need to change to honor Christ. Why is that so important? Your life flows out of your song. My family gave me a little tiny MP3 player one year so I could listen to music while I exercise, if I exercise, when I exercise. But before I could use it, I had to load the music on it. There was nothing there. And, of course, the only songs it would play were the ones I had put inside. Jesus taught us that life begins on the inside. Good or evil is within your heart and mine, and it flows outward. He told us in Luke 6, 45, the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Your words, your attitudes, your relationships, your values, 
Every part of your life is the overflow of what you have inside you. The song in your heart is the song that comes out. And when it does, your song echoes back to you. Barney Fife had mistakenly been invited to sing with the Mayberry Town Choir. At Barney's first rehearsal, John Masters, the choir director, stops the rehearsal and diplomatically points out that someone is singing a little bit off-key. Well, Barney, ace detective that he is, steps forward and secretly volunteers to move around among the singers to find out where the clinker is. He listens to everyone in the choir but doesn't find the problem. Barney didn't realize he was the problem. The problem with what he was hearing was what he was singing. The song within us, for better or for worse, echoes back to us from every part of our lives. Later in Isaiah, the prophet celebrates the way that a heart filled with praise to God hears that praise echoing back even from nature itself. He writes, You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. The song you hear ringing in your home your school, your workplace, your world is in part an echo of the song that's flowing from your life and mine. Does life sing or does life stink? What you're hearing can't be right if what you're singing is wrong. So if the song is a mess, if dissonance is flowing out of your life and coming back to you everywhere you look, what can you do to change it? You can give it to God. Because God wants His salvation to be the song of your life. That verse we read a few moments ago is a great statement of faith as Isaiah says, Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord is my strength and what? And my song. God's grace so changed Isaiah's life that it became his song. His life of ministry and the message that he shared with his people flowed out of the song God had put in his heart. Though his life was filled with many challenges, Isaiah felt his song of praise echoing back to him everywhere. So how can that happen for you and me? How can the song of God's salvation become the song of your life and mine? First, you have to hear it. The prophet Zephaniah describes the love that God has for us with these words. The Lord your God will rejoice over you with singing. 
You know, I've always known that we sing about God, that we sing to God, but I'd never really thought about God singing about us, about me. And his song, Zephaniah says, is full of joy. Do you know that God loves you enough to sing about you with great joy? The first step in transforming your song is hearing God's song about you. And then this, you must experience it. Al talked about a hymn that he sang, uh, Vine the Glory, I love that, that's good. But all of us have probably sung songs that we heard on the radio. We knew we liked it, but we, you know, I don't know what that next part is. And we might make up some words. It might be the wrong words. And then finally, one day, you hear it and you understand what it said. You might like it, you might not like it, but you understand it. And there it is. Once you get it, the message is going to be clear to you. You and I can be around God's song of love for a long time, knowing we're drawn to it, but not yet really understanding the message that it brings. And then one day, by the illumination of God's Holy Spirit, you get it. The message becomes yours. The words become personal and powerful and life-changing. Then you're like Job at the end of his struggles when he experiences God's presence for himself. He says, my ears had heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. It's not enough to hear the song. You have to experience it for yourself, and then you must sing it. I was sorting through a box of old file folders when I found a piece of paper covered with words and guitar chords written between the lines. After looking at it for a moment, I finally remembered this was a song I had written in the late 1970s. It was on parchment, rolled up as a scroll, you know. A song which I had not seen, much less sung, in 35 years. And that song had faded from my memory. I didn't even remember writing it till I saw it and read it, started humming it again. It wasn't real because I hadn't sung it in so long. When's the last time you really sang God's song? When have you lifted your voice in worship? praised him, shared the story of your salvation with others, thanked God by giving, celebrated his love by loving others. If the song of God's salvation seems to have faded from your heart, then it might just have been a long time since you sang it with your whole heart. The psalmist says, I will sing of the Lord's great love forever. With my mouth I will put your, make your faithfulness known through all generations. The best way to keep God's song of love alive in your heart 
is to sing it every day and every way you can. So let me ask you again, what's your song? If your heart is filled with the echoes of a painful past others have passed on to you, if the discord of your heart is filling your life and your world with sounds of pain and despair, then listen. Listen with your heart. God is singing a song of love about you. Have you heard it? Have you really experienced it? You can. And then a new song will fill your heart and you can say, This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Pray with me. Lord, help us just now to hear the songs of our lives. And to hear that song you want us to learn and live by. The song of your love for us and others. Speak to our hearts. Give us the courage to listen and to answer your call in Christ's name. Amen. We're going to sing together that beautiful song of worship, number 619, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. This is your opportunity to respond to God's leadership as he's spoken to you today in worship, to give your life to Christ, to renew your walk with him, to unite with this church to worship and work with us here in this community. However God is speaking to you, listen with your heart. Follow where he leads.